Hello. And we're back. It's me, Buddy Danger, and I have my wife. Babes, how's it going? Holy shit, it's going great. <laughs> yes. We totally didn't just totally fuck that up and start over again. No, no, sir. No, we didn't. All this right. This is a first take. First take, Dizzle. First take. Now we've gotten through the power bottoms. That's what she said. And is it the power? Do they generate the power from the the movement or because they can absorb the power? We're not going to talk I don't, about Okay, so now we're going to talk about the power tops that dominated the power bottoms all season. And we start with the worst power top, Joe Gabagool. You got to you got to get ghouled a little bit in the slack this year, right? I I do enjoy the character that is Joe Gabagool. It's I, perfect. I wasn't. Re- I don't think any of us were ready for it. Honestly, it's like they were born to be in <laughs> our fantasy football league. They just leaned into it immediately. Like here, oh, man. I will shine here and. Yes. Next yes, thing you know, do. we had him mixing drinks after his new ridiculous name, like totally asinine. But Joe Gabagool had an amazing first year in the LOL, 50 power points, 2880 for his total actual points. His actual record was above 500 with 16 and 15. Slightly positive luck rate. That's okay. There you go. Rookie fourth in the farm. He actually was like rocketing up the rankings towards the end of the season. He made it into the semifinals where he did lose to Booyah, I believe. Um, Not the best finish because I think he had a really good shot at the championship in his first year, which would have been wild. Uh, But man, Joe Gabagool, excellent work this year. And I would say you won the hearts of the league when you joined me on the podcast. And I don't know if, babes, I don't know if you've heard the story yet, but this, I, let me just, I'm not going to ruin it. I'm going to go ahead and play it for you. And then you could just you learn this little bit about Mr. Gabagool. The baby ghoul. Uh, <laughs> the story, the story starts obviously in Western New York, Buffalo, New York. Okay, obviously. West, west side of Buffalo. Shout out. Splash. But <laughs> 716. <laughs> Anyways. Um, so, yes, story starts there. Uh, we migrate down to uh, Charlotte's mid 90s. Actually, I think it was like 95 because that's when the Panthers inaugural year was. So. Oh, right on. Yeah. Re- remember that freshly? It was like, uh, no, no, no. Was it 95? Yeah, 95. Yeah, yeah. So I was like eight or nine. Um, moved down to Charlotte's crazy story there. Turns out grandpa went to prison to prison for federal racketeering charges. So it's, it's a real story. So, <laughs> so you're though no, literally, so Joe Gabagool's what, grandfather, you said grandfather was yeah, yeah, indicted yeah, yeah. and grandpa. imprisoned on a Rico charge. Rico baby. Rico came down hard in the mid nineties. It came down hard in Buffalo. It, That's nuts. It came man. down hard in Detroit, into <laughs> Cleveland. It it brought us all down to the south. Okay. So all right, that yeah, makes sense. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's that's one way to introduce yourself. I like how he starts at the very beginning. Like I was conceived <laughs> in March. Baby ghoul, baby ghoul started, and then guess what? Grandpa put in the slammer. <laughs> On the Rico charges, I feel like I just, you only ever hear about Rico charges in mafia movies, which ironically, typically the mafia is stereotypically Italian, which 
plays right into this. And then at the time, this wasn't that long ago. This was only a couple of months. We also had, I believe, Trump and his associates also being indicted on RICO charges. I think that's what Rudy Giuliani was dealing with. Like there's, there was so many through lines here with his story. And for him to introduce us as baby ghoul growing up, dealing with racketeering charges in the family. I mean, there's like no other origin story better than that. Ah. It's fantastic. Lean into an origin story. Maybe that should be a requirement yeah. for future league members. All right. So let's come make... in with a good origin story. That's a great idea. And for those that don't have one, you got to make it up. up. So make it up. Let's make up one for the next person on the list. The next person on the list is it's Bapes. Bapes. It's babes. We need to get an origin story for Bapes. So let's go through. What do you? Th- what is your origin story here? No. <laughs> no? No? Just no. no? You are just along for the ride. Your uh, origin story yeah, is... That's, this is enough. This is way too much exposure. People are already turned off. I can tell. I can feel it. I can yeah. feel Nobody's whatever. listening now. Well, I can... I mean, I'm just... <laughs> I know. I know what's happening. So, okay. but uh, I would say historically, you are mediocre at fantasy football. You land... Thank you. Typically in the center, you know... Uh, PowerPoints this year, 53, a little bit better than baby ghoul. You you just cracked 3000 points. That's, that's pretty good. If I'm Andre looking back, 3, yeah, mm-hmm. I don't think many people, Andre 3000 other than you so far, uh, 15 and 16, which definitely means that you had a negative luck rate. You should have finished a little higher than you did. Uh, but your playoff finish, I think was higher, right? Your playoff finish, you finished fourth, not bad. That's for my old friend, fourth and nine inches, buddy. <laughs> Did was, that yeah. for you. Yeah, just for him. You Put to some positive splash. vibes in the world. So, yeah, she finished fourth, but, you know. If you're listening, I'm finishing sure you fourth, download it. As we've we've pointed out, does mean that you lost the final two weeks of the season. It's fine. It Like I said, it's just getting over the hump of, yeah. I don't want to be relegated. Yeah. I can't go through this level of disappointment again. Um, no. And then no. once you make the playoffs and you know you're safe, then it's like, fuck it. I really don't care. You know, I think honestly, the only people that really, really care, are the ones that get the buy because it's like on their shoulders to to fuffill that standing. Everybody else are just like, whew, made it. I'm safe. It is. It's a huge feeling of relief. And that's all I chase now. So, yeah. So you got fourth place. Not too bad. You're 11th in the power ranking. So your playoff finish probably, you know negated your negative luck rate so again i'd call it a wash i'd call it a wash of a season mediocre not bad not great but safe and that's all you're really asking for all right you didn't join the show with us this year so i don't have a clip for you so we're going to move on we're moving on to one of my new favorites even though she's not new 10th in the power rankings goes to hanging with hernandez amazing season like i don't know how she actually did it like Having the the roster that she had, she got lucky a lot. And that that bears out right here. She's got a 14% luck rate. She was 18 and 13. She should not have gotten that many wins. She probably should have been about 500. She didn't crack 3,000 points. She ended up second in the farm because of the playoffs. So she, she did well when she needed to, unlike Bapes, no offense. Hanging with Hernandez finished strongly except for the championship when she lost to Booyah pretty, pretty bad. How would you feel if you lost to Booyah in the championship? 
<laughs> bad, right? I mean, I yeah, I mean, I I would feel bad, but who doesn't feel bad? You're supposed to feel bad. If you don't feel bad after a loss, you should reevaluate why you're doing this. But, That's fair. So we did have hanging with her dad. But great join season, us. great she, season, and a sign of things to come. Sometimes you can ride the positivity of a good season yeah. into the next season, yeah. right? Maybe she'll be the one telling Holden Court she needs to come back this year. Right. Maybe it'll be hanging with Hernandez saying like, no, we're not quitting. We're going to do this. We're going to run it back. I almost got there. I almost jumped up over over my husband. I would have left Coheed's behind, but she, alas, did not make it. But hanging with Hernandez, we did have her on right before the championship weekend. So let's uh, let's show you what she had to say. But anyway, <laughs> you found your way all the way to the championship somehow this this I year. I know. It's insane. Last week, you had a, a, a score of 66 points, and you were somehow yes. able to win. So how did – take me through I, real quick that, that day. That was – yeah, that was insane. Like, there was no way I was winning that. Like, my team was shit. And then all of a sudden, Purdy gets pulled, and he's turning over, and <laughs> holy shit, I won. <laughs> amazing, amazing. So you have – I don't want to say yeah, – you've stumbled your way here. and uh, But – yeah. All right, I guess I cut it off abruptly just trying to throw that jab in, how she stumbled her way there. But I think I just wanted to say, and the reason I pulled that was when she started going off about the playoff victory that she had experienced, it was like, oh, this person that doesn't necessarily, you know, chit chat with the rest of us goons and slack, she's paying attention deeply very deeply she's watching every single player on her roster when that brock purdy news came through it just made her weekend and she couldn't believe that she actually made it through like people are experiencing the lol in very deep and meaningful ways even if they're not in slack and that's what i took from that you don't have to participate in slack you can also be a silent observer in slack but there are many ways to participate just like the podcast not everyone listens to the podcast but it's a good way to get to know people and yeah yeah. So Spend I mean, time with the commissioner. An amazing uh, finish for hanging with Hernandez to get to the final. I don't believe she's ever been in a championship before. So that was probably nice, you know, to have that final taste. And she's going to want to get back there again. Right ahead of her, though, because the math works in funny ways. And even though she made it to the championship round and her husband was nowhere near it, Coheeds comes in right above her in the power rankings. Ninth is Coheeds, power point 61. Didn't really get to 3,000, but very close. 2971 for the points. 17 and 14, very close to hanging with Hernandez overall here. But instead of second, Coheeds finished in sixth. I don't even remember if he made the playoffs. He may have, but then he went right out of there. Anyways, Coheeds, mediocre season. He's probably just as mad as I am that Booyah came and went so quickly. And here we are just fucking toiling and toiling and circling the drain down in the farm. So what are we doing, man? We're going to have another level beneath us in one year, and we're going to be totally fucked if one of these bad seasons hits us again. Here's Coheeds, though, right above his wife, hanging with Hernandez, 61 power points. Not bad. What do you think? I think you both need to move to New York City yeah, and DJ for a comedy oh, club yeah. at night and live that lifestyle and see if that helps your... Okay, so maybe that's how Booyah... Pull Armin. Pull, live that lifestyle. I mean, you know, take care of yourself. <laughs> right? Like, do the, you know... Go on a lot go, of vacations. Absolutely. Go Yeah, go to the Bahamas, go to Cancun... 
go to Orlando and not visit Buddy and Bapes. Like, do those things. That's so mean. He did that, though. All right. We're not talking about Booyah. Coheeds, you could have done better. He didn't have to come see us, Booyah. He was doing something else. <laughs> Coheeds. Coheeds also joined us on the show. He joined early on in the show. Uh, and I very much enjoyed that talk because we had the ability to bring up some old stuff that happened way back in the day. So here's a little bit of that. One of the things that happened a long time ago was you actually hosted a draft at your house. Yeah, uh, I believe. I don't know. We were it was it was like my third year in the league, I believe it was either the second or the third year. But I uh, I threw a big shindig at my house. This is back when we were still just uh, a 12 member league. Yeah, I uh, had a, a massive spread. Uh, I also had a fridge full of beer even back then. And I wasn't even a brewer yet. Uh, and you uh, crazy stuff was happening in my bathroom with yeah. some of the league members. Yeah, you let some of my cats out. Yeah, I'm it was, sorry. It was a wild time. <laughs> you no, know, I uh, cats should be fr- let them live free. Let him live free. Coheeds, let him go, man. Do you remember that night, babes? Clear, I, I do, I do. And he's not exaggerating. Coheeds <laughs> did a phenomenal job hosting that event and yeah. putting it on. I remember being in awe of the fact that he also owned this home and it was beautiful and it was well decorated. Such a cool place. Yes, and I, I felt very insignificant yeah and out I did of too. place at the time and we i went was back like, to our apartment i'm like oh well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that was a nice place man and i do remember that time and that was like i think we were a little fractured at that point where some people had moved away there was a couple people in dc we we did have a remote you know uh uh turnout for some people but that party was pretty packed still i think we had at least a dozen people there Fun times, man, and I missed that. I definitely missed that. Before we like to talk about the big gay getaway and what that was like, but before the big gay getaway, years before that, we used to have all these drafts in person on an annual basis, and it was just a different vibe. It was a different vibe. I miss it a little bit. No, I mean I I do, but yeah. I'm realistic that n- you're not again. going to get you know <laughs> twenty three other people to relocate to Central Florida. Oh no, no, it's going to be thirty six soon. We're going to we're going to go all the way up to three levels. Uh, yeah. So unless we start Just inviting build your own subdivision, you could. We should an LOL subdivision. We could all live here. No, no state taxes in Florida, although you can't be gay. I don't know if they <laughs> I don't know if they let them here. Oh, DeSantis. Do you say this on shows? Do you say things <laughs> like this? No, I'll, only every other episode. Oh, God. Yeah. All right. Next up. High decibels. Eighth place. Somehow. The person that finished in second in the top level of the league, ignoring Omega, he falls all the way to eighth because, well, I guess he just wasn't that good. 66 power points. He did break 3,000, 3,074.94 to be exact. Actual record was a losing effort, 15 and 16, which means that he had a negative luck rate. He scored a lot of points, and lost a lot of games, negative 15% luck rate, finished in second place in the playoffs, eighth here in the standings, and he had to ship the hammer away what does that feel like you've more recently than i you've had to ship the hammer away how does that feel it's like cps taking your child away from you (laughs) it's like fuck i didn't do a terrible job (laughs) yeah i mean he got second place i feel like he should only have to send some of the hammer imagine the trauma the hammer has gone through with all of these different owners no stability that too 
There's no stability. Probably it craves the Listina household. Oh, gross. <laughs> gross. All right. So, so we did have high decibels on the show. Uh, and my notes on this clip say, uh, South Down, Washington, good luck. So you can just take a guess as to what this clip is about. Oh, yeah, South Down. So that was that was our father running that. <laughs> our team. father. And I remember the draft when he just drafted QB round one immediately. Oh, and he, yeah. just, he wouldn't get off the pedestal of QBs have the most points. They score the most points yeah. every week. Yeah. Why is everybody getting running backs? And it <laughs> just couldn't get it through his head that there's – there's more QBs that are good than running backs that are good. Yeah. And then when people kept telling him that you didn't need to spend that much on Peyton Manning, he got mad at the end and just drafted all Washington players and just like loaded yeah. up. Yeah. Just, yeah. Yeah. Good luck with that. 30 years of losing. Good that, luck. <laughs> he said it, not me. 30 years of losing. Washington fan coming from his mouth. That's Hallowed be thy name. <laughs> our father. That was definitely not expected. But oh, yeah, our father. Yeah. Very formal. Very formal. After I referred to him as South Dowd, he's like, our father. Who art in No, he's not in heaven. Our father. Who art in Missouri. It arts in Missouri. And he was not the best at fantasy. We shouldn't have been dragging his name like that. He let, let the man draft Peyton Manning in the first round. He's got a first round forehead. And he honestly, I think he had at least one or two weeks that year where he had like seven touchdowns. So there you go. He probably won one or two games. But anyways, high decibels. He won a couple more than one, but he lost the one that he needed to win. And that was the championship against Tally. And he had to pack that trophy up. And I don't remember. Do you even know? I'm pop quiz hot shot. If you lose the championship, do you have to pay to ship it? Or does the person that wins pay? I never remember this. You pay. You, who's you? You, the person shipping, right? The shipper. Yes. The shipper has to pay the hundred dollars. I don't know. Right, because it's it's kind of almost a, a punishment, right? You have to pay to is? have it shipped off. No, am I wrong? I thought it was the other. I thought it was because the. It's person, been so long. Yeah. I know. I don't even know what it's. We should I don't ask even know a more what the relevant like. champion. I know. I don't know. I'm I don't a know legacy anybody. champion. <sighs> Well, Back in my day. Another one that's a legacy champion up next. Blitzed. He's coming in at seven. Pretty good year for Blitz. 73. We're jumping up here big time. This is where we definitely take a jump in how well the teams did. So 73 power points, over 3,100 actual points. He had an actual record of 18 and 12. Impressive. Very impressive. Over a 5% luck rate, though. That number was much higher earlier in the year. All right, so if I'm trying to say why I was calling Blitz a fraud for weeks and weeks and weeks on the show, it was because he was extremely lucky. That number came down, uh, and he became less and less lucky as time went on, but he still managed to get a bye in the first round of the playoffs, which pushed him right into the semis where he lost right away. So that's definitely not the way you want to end, but he did finish it on a positive note by winning third place, getting a little bit of his money back, I guess it's a silver lining. Is that, do you like receiving like half of your entry fee or would you rather just not get anything? No, I like to lose all of my money every year. <laughs> That's why I'm in this. I just like to give and give and give and yeah. never get anything back. Well, good. That's why you married me. And I appreciate that. And so Blitz, to, he had to deal with that this year. I, I alluded to it earlier in the show, horseshoes and hand grenades. He finished in third in same level. He finished in second in Omega level. 
He probably, I'm not looking at it, but he probably got pretty far in the cup. It seems like he just almost got there in every aspect this year, except for, you know, I don't know. What did he win? He didn't, he may have won an eliminator round or something. I don't know, but not much actual winning here, but we did have blitzed on the show this year. And I think this is relevant to the Super Bowl. So let's, um, let's visit that real quick. Well, I mean, how confident is anyone in the Kansas City Chiefs offense this year? They have taken a major step backwards. He's got that no Rice guy, Rice, whatever. He's yeah, there. Rasheed Rice, who I traded in that bomber trade with right. the smoking blunts. Blunts is starting he was one of the week. no names at the time. Yeah, <laughs> so he's uh, he's doing all right. Uh, he's got Travis Kelsey. He'll yeah. have Taylor Swift. Do you think she'll be there on Christmas Day? Yeah, oh, so definitely, definitely, <laughs> she'll be there on Christmas Day. Uh, that's, that's my, that's my ace up my sleeve is Taylor Swift being there. Yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah. That'll, that'll ruin Travis Kelsey's day. Yep. I mean, he, did you well, see him flop? That was a really ugly flop last week. It was a pretty bad flop. He's a, he's had a really bad year. <laughs> just ask sacks. He's yeah. had a really bad year. All right. He said that was just a couple of weeks ago around Christmas time said Kelsey's having a really bad year and that Kansas City is sus, basically. I mean, doesn't his wife love oh, yeah. all things Kelsey? And I mean, she sacks. In the let's city. talk about that. Maybe there's a, you know, a little, little so, yeah. underlying jealousy there. That is likely. Um, that I is mean, likely. What would that be the equivalent for us? We're we're older than they are, so you you weren't Travis Kelsey. You were more into Greg Olson. You were a Greg Olson girl, and I was jealous of him. I'm like, fuck that guy's jaw. I don't like that guy. I never chased Greg Olson. <laughs> My God. I don't know. Maybe you and I remember things differently, but yeah. So Blitzed is just obviously hating on the fact that Sachs loves Travis Kelsey, so he is hating on the Kansas City Chiefs. I wonder if he's changed his tune. Maybe he will backtrack a little bit. And we'll see who he puts his money on tomorrow in the Super Bowl. I got to put it on Patrick Mahomes. I'm not going to get screwed again. So be careful with talking shit about Kansas City, Blitz. I don't know. And uh, not bad on the third place finish, but better luck next year. And uh, maybe you'll win something. All right. Next up, Danger Crazy. He made the top six. So this guy, Danger Crazy, he, he was, how do I say this nicely? He was able to promote himself into the same level because of fourth of nine inches. Take advantage, man, right? Like, so someone every year gets relegated. We were not going to let Booyah stay in same level because fourth left. We were going to relegate him. So all we had to do was just promote someone else. And here we are. Danger Crazy was promoted in addition to big TDs. And Danger Crazy finished way higher than big TDs. I'm sure that small sample size, but it looks like he's doing a pretty good job up here. 75 power points, 3,047 total points. He had an actual record of 17 and 14. Not bad. Negative 10% luck rate, which means he should have done better than this. He finished in fifth in the playoffs, which means he was the second chance champion. Congratulations to Danger Crazy DC on that. You're welcome. Yeah, that's, you know, congratulations. That's all. You know, congratulations on that for having that be an award because Bapes, you know, needed an award a long time ago. So here you go. You're the second chance champ in your first year in same level. And he was also on the show this year. Somehow he was able, you know, he was able to avoid becoming uh, engulfed in flames walking around D.C. because that's apparently what happens when you walk around D.C. nowadays. 
He joined us on the, the show right before he lost to high decibels in the playoffs, and this is what he had to say. What do you guys think? Danger Crazy, you're first. Are you confident or not that you will win this matchup? I'm confident. All right. I mean, you know, I mean, you know, it's an honor to go against the defending champ, you know, in the in, in the first round. That's true. You know, but uh, I, I'm confident, you know, got to be. All right. Got High be. decibels. What about you, man? You're projected for the same amount as the third seed. You're coming in at the sixth. How are you feeling about this week? I feel like I already won this year. I got, you know, I got draft value. I got crazy draft value. I, I'm safe from the farm. So whatever happens, honestly, I'm not super confident after last week, but I still think I take it 92.04 to 92.02. All right. Yes, that's definitely. <laughs> Splash. That would work. That would work. It would definitely. This would be you after the game. Yeah. I mean, we had a great scheme. Uh... <laughs> that was definitely. A... I can't wait. <laughs> Anytime I can get the Patrick Mahomes high decibels comparison in there, it's a win. It's fantastic. So Danger Crazy, he said he was very confident, but high decibels had a scheme, and that scheme played out to high decibels advantage, and and Danger Crazy fell into the second chance championship bracket. I don't know. I mean, first year in same level, not bad. I wouldn't be upset. I'd be very excited about this. Yeah, yeah, and he's probably got a couple of good keeper options, I think. Uh, and uh, yeah, strong player. Good job, Danger Crazy. He could have done better in Omega. Nexalia, that basically didn't exist. Like Danger Crazy, I basically did. You're exist. throwing a lot on people <laughs> here. You know, big <laughs> sure. expectations. You here. know what? But some people can take it. And next up is someone that can take it. Fifth in the power rankings is none other than Fornicators. Somehow he is my main uh, villain, my main competition, my rival. I don't know why. I love this guy. 78 power points, over 3,100 total points, 17 and 14, which, yes, means he had a negative 10% luck rate, just like Danger Crazy. He also, back-to-back, second-chance champions right here. So Fornicators was the fifth in farm, uh, so that means he was the second-chance champion. And just overall had an amazing year right up until the end. He did win that second chance, but going into the playoffs, strong performance. He was in the next level cup final against terrible tally and just got demolished in that first leg. So I think it would have been three weeks, two weeks before the final is when he kind of collapsed and he couldn't, he couldn't pull it back together after that. I was calling prophecy on this. Didn't come to fruition. Fornicators finished in fifth. And we also had him on the show this year. And I think that was very enlightening as well. We had him on the show many times because he was one of the very frequent, along with AOL for Life, Fornicators every week with the voicemails was amazing. Uh, But here was from his interview a little bit about the notes I wrote. Order up. Order up. I don't remember what this is. All right, let's go, Fornicators. So huh? let's talk about you blowing up on the sports book here. I have a secret recording and I'm going to have to play it in its entirety here. Okay. So you just, just be quiet for a second. This is actual recording of fornicators at the sports book. 55 burgers, 55 fries, 55 tacos, 55 pies, 55 cokes, 100 tater tots, 100 pizzas, 100 tenders, 100 meatballs, 100 coffees, 55 ways, 55 shakes, 55 pancakes, 55 pasta, 55 peppers, and 155 taters. That's caters every weekend at the sports book. He is literally <laughs> the fucking sports book king. That's I'm sorry, Caters. Your clip had nothing with you in it. You weren't even in your own clip. I'm sorry. I just had to. 
Make that joke again. <laughs> Every weekend, here's Fornicators coming up to the buffet that is the sports book and just taking some of everything. And I love it. I love it. That's what it was built for. It really was. It really was. And you definitely appreciate how much time I put into that sports book. I love it. I hope you invest more time in it this coming season. Splash. You heard it here first, folks. More time. That means parlays are coming. All right. Fornicators, great job. Second chance champion, just like Danger Crazy. Congratulations. But you're better than Danger Crazy. I like you more. You're. I like you more. He's a Miami guy. And I'm a lifelong Miami fan. All right, top four, big ballers. Holy shit, how did he do this? I mean, second year for big ballers, and he's really coming up big here. 82 points, almost 3,200 actual points, 21 and nine. He was on a huge roll at the end of the year. Somehow jumped all the way up to get a buy. 21 and nine is ridiculous. He was a little over his skis there, plus 14% luck rate. Finished in third, so he lost in the semis. I mean, he's got to be happy with this finish. He's got to be two years in. I don't know. What do you think? I'd be happy with this. I mean, I this is brag worthy. I mean, it's certainly. Yeah. Yeah. And the fact that, you know, Tutty's is now in the league. He knows about Tutty's and Tutty's just, you know, no offense, Tutty's fell on his face. But big ballers out here showed him how it's done, how the big boys roll. Kind of collapsed at the end, but at least he won a little bit of his money back in third place. Not bad. I did have the privilege to get big ballers on the show this year, and this is what he had to say. Oh, it's not. I mean, like, this is a very active league, and that's that's part of the reason I was overwhelmed the first year, which was last year. Um, I was like, I'm just trying to learn the rules, and, like, people are, like, talking all the time, and I don't even know who they are, and, like... <laughs> <laughs> uh and but like i really kind of like came out of my show i think this year in yeah. terms of like just being around the league and um it's been fun so yeah i get it how it's probably like a really weird thing to walk into where it's just like everyone's having this party that you don't understand like why why do they keep talking about jackie battle like i don't fucking get it like i i, <laughs> I understand walking into an inside joke you know i, I hope to be part of one someday uh, but it's just like I always I'd like to ask those people like I did Joe Gabagool a couple weeks ago. Like, what what is it like from your perspective? You know what I mean? Like, so what would you like tell someone that's entering the league today? Uh, just uh, read. I mean, obviously, read the Constitution and ask questions thoroughly. Yeah. I mean, and if you I mean, and, and also don't be like so I actually told uh, Tuddy's this. I said, don't like worry about like knowing every little detail like. There's so many little details that don't even matter, like for the week to week matchups, basically. Yeah, and you yeah. just have to, like, I mean, like, you you will have the upper hand if you, like, know everything, but it's, like, not, like, necessary. No, that's it. He fucking hung Tutties out to Sabotage. dry. Sabotage. <laughs> you don't need to know everything. No, you, you don't. don't read the Constitution. No, don't, no, read don't that. get on Slack. All these little details they're talking about don't matter. Don't matter. Just it's, pay the fee. Tutties, pay attention, bro. He's It is sabotage. He's a saboteur. Big ballers. How you did him dirty, man. You don't need to know much. Give me a fucking break. And here he is. He seems to know everything. 21 and 9. Get out of here. Big ballers. Excellent year. Third place finish. Got a little bit of his coin back. He'll be back with a vengeance. I don't want to face him next year. He's pretty good. I don't know. He's a strong. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to have a matchup against him. No, no. All right. So 
right above him in the power rankings, and this is apropos. We're talking to the one and only Sacks of the City. Her team was amazing this year because unlike AOL, she also had the DAX stack and she was able to actually pair other good players with the DAX stack. So she had a good finish. Well, I shouldn't say the very end. That was a bad finish. But overall, 33-41. She scored so many points. Incredible. 88 power points. 19-12 and 12 is a record, which isn't as good as big ballers, but... Way less lucky. Negative 6.75 luck rate. That's not good. She finished in seventh. A horrible, horrible, horrible finish. She was supposed to be in the finals. Like she was projected to be one of the best. And just at the very end, lost in the playoffs, tumbled down, boom, out. Seventh place. Just very sad. Very sad ending. That's a stinger. Like you said, around the holidays, that's that's rough. It's seasonal depression <laughs> it is. in That's a, a game. Thing, right? It is. It is a seasonal seasonal depression. But chase that game. high, Sax. Chase that high next year. Yeah. Also, amazing gift giver. I love. Oh, that's right. My mugs. I use them every single day. So thank you, Sax. I hope we continue doing our gift exchange. Yeah. And I hope to participate more next year. <laughs> I think that Sax is going to help us with the gift exchange. I fumbled the bag on that one multiple times. But I think she's going to straighten us out. She did get some nice mugs. I've enjoyed them, too. I got a gift from Proper. Let me just tell you, he gave me this weed box, right? So it's got, like, little compartments in it and has a lock on it because, you know, he knows I got to keep my stuff safe and put away. It's beautiful. It, it I think it's, it's made of rich mahogany. I don't know. Maybe it's bamboo. Whatever. But the thing is, he decided to cover it in gigantic stickers, which could be cool. But stickers is a generous term. <laughs> so these are like the stickers you would go buy at Office Depot to print out some labels for work. Like these are paper based stickers. I don't even think he paid for like the, the color ink. It was just like black and white picture of my face. And he put it across the entire box on this paper sticker that does not come off. So he made me go out, spend money on Gooby Gone to actually clean the box off before I could use it without looking like a fool. Thanks for the, the gift proper, though. I do appreciate it so much, as you can tell. I appreciate it. But yeah, Sax, great gift. I love the bugs. Very easy gift. Bapes loves coffee. Very easy to please when it comes to that. So, oh, we almost missed it. Sax was on the show. I enjoyed the episode with Sax so much. I learned so much. I don't know how she does it, but she also enjoys gardening and whatnot like we do outside. But she lives in like what I thought was like not an ideal area to do that. She lives in Denver, Colorado, but she still does it. Awesome. Enviable, but she probably wishes it was warmer. There uh, are homes for sale in central Florida. Yeah. You, you could Zone grow. 9B over here. <laughs> yeah. You could plant seeds all year long. Totally nice. But let's, let's see what Sax had to say when she joined us on the show. Forget about Blitz. Forget about it. This isn't about him. How long have you been infatuated? Hold on one second. Let me get the, let me get the, <laughs> How long have you been <laughs> infatuated with Travis Kelsey? Because you said you met Blitzed in 2010. How many years have you been following Travis Kelsey? You know, that's funny. I figured you would ask me that question. And I had to do some digging through <laughs> my email junk okay. of all of the emails that we have passed along throughout the years. Excellent. I joined the league in 2019. Yeah. 
And I have had Travis Kelsey on my team ever since ever then. Since. So <laughs> he's my longest standing player. So really like and and so not, not that much twenty nineteen. Not that much longer, and you'll be able to say that you've been with Travis Kelsey half as long as you've been with Blitz. Like that <laughs> that's only a couple years away. That's that's amazing. I that's I love that about her. That that's just the running gag is the Travis Kelsey thing. She's fantastic. I but who her. doesn't love Travis Kelsey? I mean, literally the most eligible bachelorette in the universe appears to love Travis Kelsey. Shouldn't we all? No? Debatable. Do you, you don't like him? You don't like the scruff or the hairy chest? I mean, does he run a fantasy football league <laughs> with some gambling elements and host a weekly podcast? I don't think so. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, someday, maybe, now yeah. that he's got an elevated woman with him. Fair. But to be fair, I do believe he runs the biggest podcast in the world now, but that's neither here nor there. I mean. I could get there. I could do that. Who listens to podcasts? <laughs> so anyway, so Sacks in the City, horrible finish. Excellent interview on the on the podcast this year. It really, I think she set the tone. She was early on in the Chatting with the Masters series. I think she really set the tone on like, hey, these these interviews are for everyone to learn about where you came from, what you like to do, things outside of fantasy. So I appreciate that. She kind of helped me with the format in a certain way. Uh, but great job, Sachs. Best of luck next December when it actually matters because that's when your team fell apart. But man, the Dax stack should be illegal. Go to jail right now. All right. Second in the power rankings was Booyah. Oh, man. <laughs> Really wish I didn't have to do this, but congratulations, Booyah, on winning the farm after joining the farm less than a year before. I don't know how you did it. Uh, you shouldn't be good at this, but somehow you stumbled into Tyreek Hill and a couple of other amazing keepers because, well, gone deep. FYI, the person that is relegated out of same level, they get to inherit the roster that was vacated by the person that just won the farm. So you're probably going to have pretty good. Lucky. Yeah, that's nice, right? Maybe we need to address that somehow. Maybe you don't get to keep any keepers when you come down to the farm. You're fucked. You need to get down at the bottom. Oh, my God. And our dog is in here, and he just farted, and it smells so bad. You don't need to say things like <laughs> that. I'm going like to die right now. Oh, this reminds me of how I felt when Booyah won the championship. It just dunk so bad like i don't even think he checks his roster more than like twice a year he just logs on only to make meaningless waiver transactions and then somehow wins the whole fucking farm makes it look like we're a bunch of chumps and how I, many times has he won before zero exactly zero how times. long has he been in the league forever exactly yeah has and, he shown up every year he has he has he has so even with the win i think he got like 500 dollars, 500 something He's still way in the hole, like way, way, way in the hole. He has spent way more money on LOL than he's ever gotten out. So that's my that's how I sleep at night right now. I know that he's still upside down. Uh, but Booyah, 91 power points, over 3,200, almost 3,300 points scored. 21 and 9, a negative luck rate. He should have actually been a little bit better, 0.1% better. Uh, first in the farm. That's negligible. It is. So it basically means that he was supposed to be here. You know, it was a wash. His his LOL record says that he was this good. 274 and 117. Absolutely amazing. It was impossible to beat him all year. And he won. And now he's back. Are you afraid? No. <laughs> <laughs> 
No one should be afraid. It's just Booyah. I anticipate, you know what, Booyah? We will keep your farm stall in the barn. We'll keep it nice and warm for you. Your little pile of hay, you'll be back. And let's move on to the final team here on the sheet. It's a terrible tally, as I like to say all year. Still at the top, 96 power points, almost 3,400 points scored, which is just insane. 24 and 6 this year. Terrible tally. 24 and 6. That sounds like the goddamn Golden State Warriors. 35 or 135 and 52 for a level breakdown. He actually had a positive luck rate. You know what? I think every champion does. Basically 11% positive luck rate. Maybe he shouldn't have been this good, but I think even if you took back 11%, he'd still dominate the whole thing all year long at the top. Terrible, terrible tally. Congratulations. Very impressive season. Very happy it was a dry bro. Yeah. Been in the league for a long time, yeah. and it's just nice to see the, would you call them dynasty families? Like Yeah. Win, and it, I think it gives other people hope that they can also win. I mean, I hate to see my brother lose. I mean, that, yeah. obviously, I wanted to stay in a Walters household, but I'm also, I want to share. Yeah, I mean, I I think that the desire to share is greater for us. Like I like to say from the crow's nest. I if you like, want the league to last a long time, yeah, it exactly. helps to have different champs so people can can feel it and they feel, right. you know. Like like we kind of alluded to, maybe this win is what keeps hanging with Hernandez around. It's what keeps holding court around. It's what keeps other people around because it's just, it's attainable. It makes it seem attainable. I so, hope so. And I hope they all know that they're valued and that, yeah. they, you know, we, we appreciate everybody being a part of the league. We don't make any money. It's the opposite. It's more of a passion project and it's quite, and, and it's important that you know, everyone feels valued and your contribution is setting your lineup every week. It's showing up to the draft. You don't have to be a personality. You don't have to participate in that way if you don't want to. But you're also more than welcome to. Yeah. I mean, it's funny you use that word earlier in the show before I brought you on. I said that next year should be the year of contribution and that people should contribute more. And I don't mean getting on Slack and sharing memes. That's not what I want. In fact, I want less memes. But what I do want we have people that can tell stories. We have people that can create audio. We have people that can, you know, have, they're all different kinds of artistic and business abilities and all these different things that they could lend to the LOL as we grow this thing, as we in invite more people, contribute, contribute, contribute. And that's what we're seeing more and more of from all these people. The podcast kind of was the seed because I think everyone got a little bit of a taste of what it can be like to contribute and have that. You little, planted your seed. I planted my seed in them so they can mm -hmm. grow mm -hmm. with us, right? Going forward. So I think that they're going to want to plant their seed in the new 12 that we're going to invite. So we're going to want to just, it's just seed planting all the way down, right? Planting seeds in each other. That's the theme. So terrible tally. Congratulations to you. You got the hammer. We saw that it was delivered. I, yeah, I don't know if we saw the one picture though, right? He did post a picture with it. We just saw, I saw the picture of it on his doorstep. He was holding it. There, oh, that was, he did. And then he had the bowling ball, right? Okay. So he got it. All right. Sorry. I forgot my memory. Did the bowling ball have context? Was it completely out of context? The bowling ball said hammer on it. Did it? Yeah. 
I think. Remember, we saw that brand. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. He's got the Sorry, hammer brand. I'm getting old. We are. I forgot that I even saw the picture. We should run for president. Together. <laughs> Together, we are the correct age to run. <laughs> and yeah. we'd be uh, 51% male. So, yeah, uh, just right. Just right. Yeah. All right. I'd make you. Yeah, I'm not going to. No. All right. Let's, you know what? Let's get back to 100% male. Let's get babes out of here. Thank you, babes, for joining us today and wrapping up the season. Oh, you know what? You're right. There was another clip. Tally was on the show. He was. And give him his just desserts. All right. I I appreciate you pointing that out. I almost missed it. We had him on the show. He didn't get to do a chatting with the Masters this year. I was avoiding. He did too good. I didn't want to bring him on. He was just going to be braggadocious. So I brought him on during the playoffs when I knew he was nervous. But then it was right after Christmas, and I wanted to know about the gifts that they shared. Him in uh, holding court. So let's see what he had to say. Um, I am very spoiled by holding courts. Uh, going to be going and seeing the New Jersey Devils versus the Bruins this weekend coming up on Saturday. Oh, sick. That's a big one. I'm not too much of a hockey man, but I know that those two, I mean, those are hockey towns. Those are big, big time hockey towns right now. I mean, Bruins are the Bruins, original six, but yeah. the uh, Devils are uh, seeing a resurgence in their team, uh, a lot of young talent, and it's going to be an exciting one. It's going nice to be a barn gift. burner, hopefully. Nice. Well done, yeah, Holden Court. Right? What did you get her? Let's compare that real quick. Um, <laughs> so I, she's very down to earth, so uh-huh. finding stuff for her is really hard. Um so last couple of years, I've tried to do like boho stuff for her office and some nostalgic stuff. Um, when she was growing up, she used to have like these uh, TV trays that her grandparents used to have. Okay. And if you're familiar with like the old school TV trays, you know, the fold out, yes. really like metal. But I'm a have, big, like, a I was a huge bobs. Mad Men fan. So I've, I'm familiar with yes. the TV tray. Yes. So I went like scouring the earth to find these TV trays that matched identically to what she had <laughs> ah, wow. uh, with her grandparents. And I found them and I don't know that I can ever like reach that level of like gift giving again, because it's such a like, yeah. you know, a warming like soul type building thing. But anyways, well done. Uh, yeah. So that was, that was last year, this year. Um, just a lot of like, you know, warm things like uh, she loves her little Ugg boots. So I re-upped some Ugg boots for her and uh, we did okay. a lot of like uh, games and like kind of just bringing like family together type stuff. So so, so you um, say you're saying that you did a better job last year. I did a better job last. <laughs> I like that. I like how you called him right out on it, leaning on last year's gift. Yeah, and he the did. long uh, when you turned it back around and asked uh-huh. what he, uh-huh. res- you know, because got- he had just given her some UGG boots and he was like, you know what? The last year was better. Let's talk about that. And it was just ironic right before he wins the hammer. I mean, I don't think the intention of gift giving is to one up every year. Yeah. I mean, it's it, that becomes tedious. That's a dangerous game. Yeah, I don't do that. It Be sounds careful. like they enjoy the act of gift giving, and I love the idea of experiences over things. Yeah, but to be fair, holding court, FYI, I just sent Terrible Tally over $1,100 recently, so he should definitely spend some of that on you. TV tray holder? Yeah. Do What else goes with a TV tray? What I don't know. I think some of those, are those the ones that have like uh, the Washington Monument or like uh, the... 
What's that one? The mountain. How old are they? Were they tested for lead old or are they just kitschy 1980s? I don't know. We need to see pictures of these TV trays, Tally. Let let me see. We'll really judge compared to the hockey tickets. I want to see them in action too. Like, show me the spread. With a, yeah, with a, with a microwavable homemade TV dinner dinner on the tray. (laughs) Yeah, you need one of those uh, uh, hungry man with the extra brownie on the side. Absolutely. Get the bone in with the chicken. Oh, God. It's so disgusting. (laughs) But you uh, ate it every all the time. You man. ate it all the time as a kid. I will never do that to our children. No TV dinners in this house. In fact, we're going to go get burgers and we're going to watch Freddy Got Fingered tonight. Babes, thank you so much for joining the show. I know how much you love this thing and how much you've waited to join us. It's any, my favorite. Any parting words for the LOL? Have a great off season. Eat your vegetables. Recruit people. Thanks for participating. Absolutely. Don't forget to clean your bong, too. All right. Thanks, babes. Love you. We'll be right back after this with more LOL Show. The world will never be the same. Avengers Endgame is shattering records across the globe part of the journey it's the end be a part of cinematic history avengers assemble avengers endgame now playing and we're back and by we i mean me alone I've kicked Bapes out of the podcast room, a.k.a. the laundry room, a.k.a. the future rack room, where we're going to have our in-house LOL hosting, because I'm always into something over here. But thank you so much, Bapes. I had no idea what I was going to do with this finale, and it took me about a month, month and a half of begging her, like, hey, could you please just... Spare like a little bit of time. Please, sir, please, can you spare a little change? And she did. She spared a little time for us, and I appreciate it so much. She doesn't, she's downplaying uh, how much she doesn't really participate. And I, you know, and, and I say that in the nicest of ways. This is, this is my obsession, you know, and I think she plays along better than I, you know, as a husband, I could not ask for a better situation. Like, Straight up. Splash. She is the best possible wife for me. She's my perfect type. And I didn't really know it, I don't think, back then, what I know now. I was so right, in hindsight, having married her, because she is just so accommodating for my ridiculousness that I like to spend as much time on this shit as I do. But I think maybe she's in a good mood right now because it's coming to a close. I think she's gotten a little taste of that over the last month. I haven't been obsessed with fantasy football and the LOL. She's ready. She's ready for spring and summer. She's ready for those the times where I'm basically uh, ab- absolved of all responsibilities. I don't have to worry about Slack. I don't have to worry about the LOL. I don't have to worry about keeper valuations yet. She's excited for that. I'm sure she's just... So excited to have more of Buddy in her life. 
I mean, that's what she's basically saying, right? You you spend too much time on fantasy. But when I stop spending time on fantasy, she's going to be like, leave me alone. Stop bothering me. That's that's what's going to happen next week. Stop bothering me. That will begin. But anyways, vapes. It was great. I hope everybody else enjoyed that too, because I got a feeling she's going to go away for a while. Maybe we'll hear from her in next season's season finale again. Uh, but man, she's always into something too. I, I've gone and run through all the nonsense that I'm getting into this summer, but she is into way more than me. Way more. I am, I am a, a homebody compared to her. I am not someone that is going to be looking for a whole bunch of shit to do this summer, but she professionally killing it, like knocking everything down. She's going to have all these important things that she has to take care of this year, and it's going to be a lot. It will. Uh, but I think she's going to be able to do it. And I think by the time we see Ario Speedwagon in August, she's going to be ready for the draft. <laughs> I know I will. <laughs> I'm excited for Ario. Let's go. I mean, I don't, I couldn't name any other songs off the top of my head, but I got to feel it. I'm going to know what they are when they play them. I will. I will. But I'm always getting into something, and I hope you guys do too. And I hope you guys get into some of this shit that I'm doing. Right? Like I just said, we're working on in-house LOL hosting here. That's something. If you have any networking history, blunts, talking to you, I'm probably going to need to pick your brain. And I'm probably going to need your help when it comes to setting up this server system. But yeah, what else we got? We got, I mean, I'm I'm doing so much around here, but I need you guys to contribute. Maybe need is a strong word, but I, I want you guys to contribute because I want you guys to feel the same, you know, therapeutic benefits that I do from this whole thing. All right. Like I think as you grow up, like one of the best examples would be as you grow up, you start enjoying giving gifts at Christmas more than you do receiving them with some exceptions, right? There's definitely certain gifts that I loved receiving recently. Like in the last couple of years, I got this podcast equipment that I'm using right now. Love that. But I've, 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 gotten more joy out of getting things for my boys and for babes like that. That is something that I think we all grow into mature into. We enjoy giving more than we do receiving. That's what she said or he said, whatever. There's a sex joke there somewhere, but I think that's what I want you guys to get out of this a little bit. If you know how to write a song, write a song, send it in. If you know how to write a story, if you know how to design something, if you know how to, and you know what? No is a strong word too. K-N-O-W. Because now we have all these GPTs. We all know everything now. You really have no excuse. You can't say that you don't know how to do anything because you don't really need to know. You already have AI to help you with that. All right, I want everyone to contribute, not because I want to be able to do less, but I actually want to be able to do more. And I want to see the looks on your faces when you enjoy contributing and enjoying watch watching other people enjoy what you're doing and what you're submitting and what you're doing. Like, I think that's the ticket going forward. The year of contribution will only help plant the seed again for another year of community, right? I feel like the year of the community is some theme that we're going to have for a long time. So how can we prop that up for another year? And I think it's the year of contribution, doing more, giving back to the league, right? I don't think we need another amendment that says, let's donate to charity. I think we've got the picture. What we really want is to donate time and effort to the LOL, 
Because if we all pile on, you know what would be crazy? If we had a rival podcast up here. If Smoking Blunts decided to start his own podcast, I would fully, fully support that. That would be amazing. It would be super funny. I mean, that's just an example, an idea. But you guys could do anything. You literally could do anything. Anything you contribute, we will reap 10x the rewards. Trust me. That's how I feel when I put in 10 minutes of time. I feel like everybody reaps 10x that back when I'm doing some nonsense here for you guys, for everyone here. So I want you guys to enjoy that too. So if you take anything away from this long, maybe too long episode, it's that. I want you guys to contribute so you can feel that too. And hopefully that makes sense. Because I know this is all stupid. It's ridiculous that we have such a long outro here. But uh, yeah, the LOL is a little different. We hit a little different. And we're going we're gonna to juice up our size by adding another level, which means I expect even more contribution. So when you're nominating people, consider that too. Is this someone that in the future may contribute? Not monetarily, but that'd be nice. But is this someone in the future that might contribute something cool, something that we could utilize? Do they have an ability? Do they have a certain set of skills? Or do they have a computer that has access to ChatGPT? Because if you do, you can do anything. So that's what I'm looking for this offseason. Contribution. What can you bring to the table? Fornicators was a fantastic example of that with Better Ball. Bring more of that. I want to see more of that forward thinking. You know, you're not doing what you're told. You're doing what you think should be done. And I appreciate it. And I guess that's the, the, the moral of the whole episode here. All right, get up off your asses. You all have talents. Big TDs talking to you when you hear another song. You know, I like. there's so many things that I could expect from all of you. So do it. Do it. All right, so now let's get into it. I've, I've given you another four or five minutes of nonsense. So let's get to what you guys all want. You want to hear your own voices. And I can't make fun of that too much because that's all I'm doing. So let's get into the voicemails. I asked you guys to send me some voicemails to wrap up the season and put a little bow on this bitch. And here's what we got. First voicemail. Yo, buddy, it's Proper Football here. Um, I've got a little message from a friend of mine uh, to say thanks for a great season. All right. Uh, yeah, this is uh, Chris Richards, Crystal Palace defender and U.S. national team defender. Uh, just want to say hi, and I wanted to shout out Proper Football. <laughs> Boy, see you next season, lads. What the fuck? Chris Richards, or I think that's what he said. U.S. men's national team soccer player. So I guess, you know, wherever Proper is hanging out at night, like he said, he likes to hang out at night and get on it and uh, be, what do you say, boofed? I don't know. He said something funny about being fucked up on drugs. So whatever he's doing that, somehow he always runs into all these crazy Famous soccer players. I guess it's a thing in London, right? You're not going to run into Jacob Tammy in London. That's something that happens at Secrets in Ocean City. But he also runs into like all the fake uh, celebrities that are on Ted Lasso, right? And I say fake because what else are they doing? Let's be real, right? The the Jamie guy, is he really going to be in another TV show ever? Probably not. Not in America. Typecast. It's over for him. But those guys like to frequent Proper's Bar, too. But this guy, U.S. Men's National Team, Proper's hanging out with them. 
you know what? We're going to have to keep this clip where he's proper's excited right there. Proper is super excited to have that guy share a phone call with him. And you know what could happen in a couple of years? It could be the United States defeating England in North America with that guy scoring a goal against the team from London. That would be something else. So let's just, you know, let's mark this. Let's pin this. Put a little pin in this conversation he decided to to, sh- to send our way. Great work, Proper. Loud when bad. Very bad. Appreciate it. Love you. Have a good offseason. All right, next message. Yo, I don't know if I missed the cutoff, man, but I was a little bit busy this week. So, you know, preparing for the best team in the world <laughs> to show up, the Kansas City Chiefs in the uh-huh. Super Bowl. Go Niners! Yeah! Anyways, I just want to give a shout-out to um, the Kamish. Did a great job this year. Podcast was amazing. (laughs) Um, All the updates and all the tournaments. I mean, I had a blast this year. Yeah. Looking forward to it again next year. Congratulations to the winners. Uh, I was close this year. Mm -hmm. I was close. Fornicators starting to come up slowly. (laughs) You know, I don't get it, though. Like, I did well. Towards the end, getting into the playoffs, but then on the first round of the playoffs, my team went to shit. Yeah, I was like scoring 130 points, mm-hmm. 140 points, and then come playoff time, first round, yeah, here, 65 points. Enjoy your fucking first round. <laughs> but hey, that's the way the cookie crumbles, right? So, want to just thank everybody. Hope you guys had a wonderful fantasy season. Shout out to the Niners. They're in Vegas right now. They're going all in. And so am I. Hope you guys enjoy the Super Bowl this week. And uh, see you next year, guys. Have a good one. Yeah, Kaders! All right. I'm glad he wrote in, called in, whatever we say nowadays. That You know what? Caters did have an amazing season. I've talked about it a couple times in the show already, but Jesus Christ was he close to having the prophecy fulfilled. He was super close, man. He was right there on the cup. And like he said, the first week of the playoffs, which is the first week of the cup finals, 65 points. Tanked his whole chance. Tanked his chance in the cup. Got bounced out of the playoffs. And then Omega happened too, right? In the, the following week. And he lost that. Like that, it just sucks, man. It was It's just a shitty way to end it. Like he said, he was just regularly scoring 130. Just like an amazing squad that he had. Hopefully he'll be able to keep a couple of good values. Going forward, but, you know, I do worry is a little too much focus on the sports book sometimes, you know. You keep it tight, Caters. Focus on your team, man. But good luck tomorrow in the Super Bowl with your Niners. I know that's a big deal for you. I'm a lifelong Miami fan, so I, you know, I don't really have a dog in this fight. But I wish you the best. NFC, I, I you know, I don't want to root for the Chiefs since I'm a lifelong Dolphins fan, but I can't root against Patrick Mahomes again. I can't bet against him. So I'm going to put some speckles down. And you know what? If you win that, Caters, congratulations. Everybody, by the way, the Super Bowl is on the sportsbook right now. Reminder from Caters, because he is a sportsbook king. Get on there now. It is your last chance to try and get some schmeckles before the lottery. If you want to get into Omega, this is your last chance. If you want to have a decent shot at winning the lottery for your level, this is also your last chance. I've got some prop bets up there already, some weird ones. I mean, you could get plus 500 money line if you just get a doink. If the ball hits the uprights on a field goal or an extra point, 
Doink plus 500 money line. Go get it. That's got to happen, right? If this is all rigged and the NFL is telling a story, they're going to hit the uprights in the Super Bowl. 100%. I'm going to do it. All right. What else we got here? Next voicemail. Hey, everybody. It's your girl, Sax in the City. I'm here to leave a voicemail. All right. Um, about our season. <laughs> I'm pretty proud of my season specifically. I went 19 and 12. Yeah. And I won hypothetical champion. So <laughs> shout out to me. <laughs> Other shout outs include my brother-in-law, Tuddies. He joined uh, the farm level. He tried something new for the first time. I'm very proud of him. Aww, shout so out to my brother, Big Baller. Killed it. He killed it. Getting <laughs> second place this season. <laughs> He snuffed me out, that little bitch. <laughs> Just kidding. I love you, brother. Um, I loved, I love, love, love the podcast. It was so nice to Aww. get to know you guys all a little bit better. Yeah. With our interviews, I thought that was really cool. And I really hope that we can get together in person soon one day. I think that would be really nice. And shout out to my husband, Blitz. He killed it with his 18 and 12 record. And lastly... To the best commissioner in the world, thank you so much for all that you do. Stop it. With Slack and the Constitution and setting up the Illuminati and just the, like, crazy (laughs) things that you think of, you're incredible. I'm so happy to be a part of this, and good luck to everyone next season. Bye. Thank you. Did not need to say that. And basically, Slack is on your husband now. That's his problem. I don't know anything about that shit. That's on him. But he could take care of that. I'll take care of other stuff. I'm going to get plenty of help from you guys. I can feel it already. People are going to be lining up. What do you want me to do, buddy? I'm here to help you. We want to make this thing better. And I'm here for it. Thank you for the kind words. Uh, You know, this is all a volunteer thing for a dumb reason. It's not like I'm actually helping a charity. I'm not, you know, filling backpacks for underprivileged kids before school. I'm literally helping you guys enjoy gambling a little bit more. Like, I don't think there's, you know, much virtue involved here. But you know what? Thank you for noticing, you know, that I do waste a lot of time on you guys. I appreciate that. And I can't wait to thank you guys next year for doing the same. Zach's excellent year. Horrible finish. Oh, my God. That was brutal. I, it was like watching a, a car accident and passing by a car accident, you know, from my vantage point, way down in the farm AOL. And it was just brutal. It was brutal. The ambulance was pulling up. They're pulling sacks out of the car. Blood everywhere. Just her intestines were falling out. The DAC stack failed her. Like her brakes failed her. Crazy. It was insane. But next year, I think she's going to turn it around. I do. But now she's got big ballers and tutties here gunning for her in the farm. And you know who what? Who knows? It could be Blitz down here soon enough. He could be very discouraged after his excellent season, poor finish, and wind up here next year. Wouldn't that be funny? <laughs> Wouldn't that be funny? All right, congrats, Sax, for the good season in the deck stack. It is illegal, though. Go to jail. Next voicemail. Damn, I guess this number still works. <laughs> AOL for life here. Checking in on the uh, season series finale, whatever yeah. you want to call it. That's fine. Kept getting these emails from somebody like Chris Walters. I'm like, who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> Then I put two and two together, and I was like, oh, yeah, buddy, Danger. Well, let me call this motherfucker up. Hey. But anyway, season's over. Any reflections? Sure. 
let's do a quick reflection of my draft. Uh, round one, C.D. Lamb, winner. Yeah. Round two, Damian Pierce, busto. Oof. Round three, didn't even have a pick because I sold it up the river. <laughs> round four, Miles Sanders, busto. Round five, Terry McLaurin, eh. Round six, Khalil Herbert, eh. He could have been good, got injured. Round seven, Dak Prescott, winner. Round mm. eight, Elijah Moore, busto. Yeah. Round nine, Day Flowers, winner. Yeah. Round ten, Brandon Cooks, eh, semi-busto. Mm. Yeah. Round eleven, Deion Jackson, never heard of him. Ooh. Round twelve, Kendra Miller, didn't show up until like the fifteenth week. <laughs> Round thirteenth, Bills defense, decent. Yeah. Sure. In a nutshell, by the end of the season, I had five of those people left. From sure, the draft. baby. And to be honest, kind of like a. Uh, reality series when they have the reunion show at the end a little insight <laughs> i knew my draft was so bad that i was basically just playing to stay out of the bottom so i wasn't even thinking about trying to win the whole thing yeah you're not alone. draft was horrific and i knew it so that's just a little tip you got to keep battling keep making free agency picks try to put something together and hope you can kind of semi-peak at the end other than that that's all I got. I do have to say that I'm going to blame Buddy Danger for getting me stuck on the word splash with his drops during the podcast for a while there, about a three-week stretch, driving my wife insane, everything she answered me. If it was a good answer, I would be like, splash. What's for dinner? Oh, pizza? Splash. So anyway, I think I've gotten past that point. So that's all I got from here. And uh, hold on. Somebody's at the door. Oh, hey. Hey there, Booyah. You look, <laughs> look a little mad there, buddy. What? No, I didn't have anything to do with you being out in the farm all last year. But I hear you're back. That's great news. Yeah, it's great news, man. We'll see. What, what are you doing? Well, I, I got to go talk to this guy. He's out of control. <laughs> all right. Splash. AOL, that's what's up, man. And he, AOL killed it all year on <laughs> On the voicemail. Like, I could not ask for a better voicemail guy than AOL. Fornicators is right there, too. Bring in the bass. But AOL, man, when he did the, the alien thing, too much. Too much. And he, I loved having the interview with him. So much fun. I, I feel like he's a character. And you know what's funny? We were talking about who's going to fill the shoes of the next big villain, and AOL's not even mentioned. Even though we have all the real world reasons to be like, he's a villain to me. He's different than me. He's got different viewpoints than me. I, you know, I don't like him because of this. And somehow neither Bapes nor myself were, were ever thinking AOL is going to fill the shoes of fourth and nine inches. He's just not, he's not that guy, pal. Like AOL is a G and he is an OG for this, this league. I am so happy that he's still around, even though he has been an, uh, an un, you know, I don't know. He never agreed to this being this punching bag that I constantly make fun. The whole January sixth thing, where I said happy birthday to AOL, <laughs> I, I fucking laughed so hard every time one of you idiots replied happy birthday, have a good one AOL, birthday cake emojis. That shit was so good. I'm gonna do it every year. Every year, that's his new birthday. And you know what? By the time it happens again, you're all going to forget, and you're going to just regurgitate happy birthday to him again. You're going to forget that it's a fake thing. It's it's the new April Fool's is January 6th on AOL. I love you, AOL. I can't wait for next year just to get more voicemails from AOL. 
and it looks like I've only got one voicemail left. And that's sad. How many? One, two, three, four, five. Five voicemails. I've asked like at least five times. Send me your goodbyes. Send me your farewells. We're seeing each other off into the darkness. And I didn't even hear from Tally. And I didn't even hear from Booyah. And I didn't hear from High Decibels. What is happening? Are you guys just enjoying your prize money? There's got to be a reason. I don't know. All right. Who is this? Who decided to leave the final voicemail of the year? Let's see. Yo, what's good, buddy? It's your boy, Smoking Blood. Oh, shit. What the fuck's my podcast? You work for me now, <laughs> and I want some results. Probably weren't happy with the result of me staying in the same level. I oh. know you were praying on my downfall. Yes. But I ain't going nowhere, pal. <laughs> in fact, I'm coming back next year, and not only am I not going to be in the AOL again, but trying to win the whole damn thing. We all are. That's always the goal, but I think next year's my year. Mm-hmm. With Got a picks. pretty good feeling about it. You know, it's a shame about going deep. I think you'll do great down the farm. Fuck. You won it once before. I'm sure you can do it again. Fuck you. Um, I don't know, man. I thought it was a great year, aside <laughs> from, you know, the fear of getting relegated. Mm-hmm. But that's a real fear for anybody. Kind of gave me some perspective on, you know, loss and change. Uh-huh. And also how y'all some bitches, you know what I'm saying, son? <laughs> so, you know, we out here waiting for springtime to start. Yeah. Getting ready for the Super Bowl. Hate both teams. I really wanted the Fentanyl Bowl with Detroit and Baltimore. Ugh. That would have been great for Black History Month with Usher as a halftime show. But you know, <laughs> the commissioner probably put a, a stop to that because that was like the worst. So, anywho, hope everyone's doing well. Um, hopefully, I can see some of y'all at some point this upcoming 2024. But main main plot line is I'm back, baby, and I plan on staying around for a long time, even if it means finishing in seventh place every year. I'm totally content with mediocrity. Uh, thanks again, buddy, for everything. You're the man, and uh, shout out to the higher level. Peace. Right. I appreciate that, Bloods. I don't work for you. All right. It may have been your persistence that brought the co- podcast back to life, but uh, but no, I don't work for you. Although I will admit that this show would benefit from a producer. It would. I am like a fucking fish out of water sometimes on like a Tuesday morning when I'm like, what am I supposed to do for the podcast this week? Again, I put way too much time into this. It it could be the shitty Paul Blart episode, and I'm still thinking about it for two days before I actually press record. That's too much effort, man. So yeah, I do blame smoking blunts for me getting back into this addiction, but I don't work for him. I don't. In fact, I kind of want to see what he does. I want to see what Smoking Blunt's podcast sounds like next year when he has his own. And then we all subscribe to his subscription fee of $5 a month. And we'll give him some money. Come on, Blunt's. Do it. All right. That's the that's the end. That's it. Everybody, I'm sorry, but we got to get the fuck out of here, man. I mean, we've, we've been dilly-dallying. I just don't want you guys to go. It's like we're standing in the airport terminal. And you, you're about to go through security, and I'm pr- I'm holding my hand up against the glass. I'm like, don't go. Now I'm taking my shirt off. I'm pressing my nipple against the glass. Don't go. But it doesn't matter how much you want someone to stay. 
eventually they're going to have to leave. And I got to leave, man. I'm sorry. I know you don't want to hear this music. I know it's making you sad. It's springtime, like Blunt said. We're waiting for the flowers to bloom. We're waiting for the sun to rise. It's too cold out here. I don't like it when it's cold either, man. So I'm about to enjoy the spring and summer. I hope you guys enjoy your springs and summers as well. That's what they're for. They're for enjoyment. Don't you remember when you were a little kid and you were just so thrilled to have summer break? Oh, my God. And that's this. This is the fantasy summer break. But we're going to see each other again. We are going to come back to a new teacher, though, I'm sure. But we're going to fuck with that teacher real good. But when I reach out, don't blank me. Respond, okay? We're going to have to do a lot of shit over the next few weeks, the next few months. We're going to get ready. Starting with inviting people, so make your lists. All right? We're adding a new level, baby. Hail to the higher level.